Listeners, San Francisco's 19th annual Sketch Fest is coming up. And if you don't know what Sketch Fest is, it's the best month in Bay Area comedy. And guess what? Vicious Cycle is in it in more ways than one. There are two chances to see Vicious Cycle themed things. You can see us do a live recording of our podcast on January 11th at Piano Fight. Put it in your calendars. Or you can see Vicious Cycle the musical if you missed it the first time around. You can see that on January 16th and 17th also at Piano Fight. All this information is going to be available on sfsketchfest.com. Get your tickets there. And we'll see you in the audience. Welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I'm Meg Hayes. I'm Kate Elston. I'm Meg Trowbridge. Welcome. Today we are so excited to finally, it feels overdue, bring you the history of pads. Wow. Yeah. This is surprise bleed search too. Yeah. Like I don't know what you're It is surprise bleed search and there's a little game. What? There's a game? There's a game and perhaps a future surprise song, which we have been talking about. Cool. MG. Oh, my God. But first, updates. Uh, Is anyone currently blacording? We have not asked this question, I feel like, in in Forevsies. Forever. I am very faintly blacording. It is, like, basically my first non-day, but you know how there's just the little remnants. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, with yours, who knows, Megan, yeah. it could be the beginning of another week. I mean, very, possible. very fl- faintly blacording is like the name of your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Very oh fl- faintly blacording. The Meg Tro story. <laughs> Any other updates? Any period updates since the last time we, we chatted? No, nothing, nothing to write home about. Once again, I found myself out in nature. Oh, Meg. You need to write a song about this. Uh, I do, honestly. Like... Right, it could be like a really like soft melody where it's like mm, trees. Oh, you know what? Swing in the wind, and then like <laughs> for some reason, I I went right to Sophie B. Hawkins as I lay me down to sleep because that takes place like in a pile of leaves. That music video. <gasps> oh. As I lay me, oh my god, good, down yeah. to bleed. Yeah. So that's yes. I, I don't know why I've also I don't know why I haven't thought about that song. It's a good one. So it's a forgotten song. I was thinking this is a Kate Elson favorite. Menstrual blood again. <laughs> when I'm camping, there's menstrual blood again. I like that. So we're just giving At you some time, options. I do not consider it my friend. <laughs> but I'm going to be camping. Okay. No. You know what? Listen. It's <laughs> blamping? Blamping? Blamping. Blamping. We need to call it blamping. I blamp all the time. Someone's um, like, excuse me, did you say glamping? And you're like, it's the opposite of glamping. It's blamping. Blamping. Blamping is the, is the volume two of your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> it's the audiobook version. <laughs> the Netflix special that comes oh out of it. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's do this. <clears throat> Bleed search is all I ever wanted. Okay, um, so the first part of my research comes from uh, a website run by Femme International, um, who are leaders of menstrual health in East Africa, and they had like a nice little breakdown of the history of pads. So pads can be dated back to 10th century ancient Greece, uh, where it is said that a woman threw her pad and an admirer 
to get rid of him. Oh. Are we surprised? No, I fucking love it. We should have her on the pod. We should. <laughs> oh, God, her descendant. Like, did you know that? <laughs> um, so old uh, pads were made out of rags, cotton, sheep's wool, knitted pads, rabbit fur, and grass. Wow. See, rabbit fur sounds amazing to so me. Have we talked about this a little bit before when we did their history of tampons? Like, did this sort of come up? I feel like when we talked because, like, because a lot of early tampons were just the pads wadded up and shoved inside. Yeah. So I feel like I remember talking about wool or rabbit. Oh yes, his yes, yes. yeah. But there, rabbit, there man. were similar. Um, there were similar raw materials mm, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. hanging sure. around yeah. the home or the yard the yeah. hearth and or home. the Nile River, wherever you were. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did we re- do I remember that papyrus? Maybe. Yeah. Listen, mm. the blisters sure. should go back and listen to that those couple episodes. And so so should we. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> so long ago. Oh my God. Yeah, we should do an episode of us listening to sure. those episodes. <laughs> I'm relearning so much. I forgot about that. Um so uh, let's see. The first disposable pads were um, basically discovered by nurses during World War One in France mm. because these bandages that were made for soldiers, the nurses found out actually came in handy when they were on their period. Nice. Yeah. And they were actually like working and yeah. like, on their feet a lot. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it was kind of like a, a happenstantial discovery. Um, and after the war, a company was trying to figure out what to do with all of this extra cottonelle, I think is the name of the, pro- of mm. the, um, of the material. Uh, and then hence modern, uh, pads came about. <laughs> um, I might be pads. kind of going back and forth in time. Okay, <laughs> great. I know. I was like, we went from each ancient Greece to like, there might be other things in there. Um, in America, Johnson and Johnson developed their own in 1896, which is pre World War One. So there, there must have been maybe. I mean, that's just like with tampons. Tampons were around for a minute, but yeah. like the war made a necessity for yeah. them, right? It, and made them more like more commercially women used. were working, yeah. in wartime. Um. So yeah, Johnson and Johnson's was called Lister's Towel, sanitary towels for ladies. <laughs> um. So. In the 20s, it became a lot more commercially used. And um, so because for a while they were so expensive that a lot of people just used rags right. until they were a lot more affordable. Yeah. I wonder why, yeah. why Pat, I mean, like, I think I know the answer, but like, why would, how did, how did Johnson and Johnson convince people to buy something that they could just use, make it home? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I think the, the pattern that I'm seeing is what, all of these companies really leaned into was the idea that it was sanitary sure. because you're yep. using like old rags mm-hmm. um, and these are, have been like created in a factory and they might be cleaner for yeah. you to use. I think I would. Whether or not that's true. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense yeah. to me that they're in like a regulated, they're created in a regulated place. Um, they just bleach the hell out of them. Yeah, probably. exactly. <laughs> uh, so um, women, so like, the Lister's towels were on the market, but um, women were so embarrassed to even ask for them that they had to change the name. Oh. Um, so then they changed it in the 1920s to New Pack, which says nothing about periods or pads right. or anything. It's just like a bland name um, because they didn't even want to ask for it. And... 
Um, again, women were so embarrassed to actually even say anything to male clerks that there was actually um, this thing called a silent coupon that you could clip out of a magazine and just give to a clerk. And then they would give you what you needed and you oh didn't even have to speak to them. Oh, my God. Oh my um, is, there was a code word. Yeah. Like code. Not even like it was a vow of silence. It That's was literally so no funny. words. OK, so look, this is the what the new pack looks like. Ooh, um, I was going to say N-U-P-A-K. Uh-huh. There's no W or C in there. No. Yeah. Um, so notice that the box is completely blank on every other side so that you can carry it out of the store and no one knows what you, you have. Yeah. So there's only wording on the front. Oh, and wow. it's a bl- it's a black box. It's actually very sleek. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, very Apple-y. There was also... Early Apple yeah. packaging. <laughs> yeah. There were also um, boxes, discrete boxes that you could put your money into and oh just simply take the pads oh without talking to anyone. Wow. So there were multiple ways that you could buy these without having to converse That's with anyone so funny. about your period. Oh, wow. It's like Amazon Prime stores. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just like, give your money and it's like the honor system. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, also, I just want to, I just want to, yes. f- uh, this isn't so off topic and probably won't include this, but you said coupon. Mm. What do you, oh, how coupon. do you, how do you coupon? say that word? Meg? I say coupon. See, I think I say, I go between the both, but I always got oh. laughed at when I said coupon. I feel like that's, I don't California know why. Thing. And well, I grew up, but I grew up on the East Coast for most of my early yeah. life. So I wish I, but I don't know. But one time I asked a friend, we were like playing that game. Like, how do you say uh-huh. this word? C-O-U-P-O-N. How do you say this word? And so I asked, hey, Tommy, how do you say C-O-U-P-O-N? And he stood and he thought about it for a second and he went, cowpan. <laughs> <laughs> I say it cowpan. <laughs> I was like, Okay, not helpful. Okay, that's a third category. <laughs> okay. Back to pads. Um, earliest disposable pads um, were generally made from cotton wool covered with absorbent liner. The liner ends were extended front to back so as to fit through a loop in a special girdle or Ugh. belt worn beneath underpants. Right. Damn girdles. This design was known for slipping either forward or back of the intended position. Ah. So even as far back as girdles, they were cheating up yeah. with your pads and it and still moving spotting. side still to leaking. side. Yeah, uh. I can't imagine like it would, it must just always have been kind of dangling in the wrong spot. Yeah. No. Now we are going to take a break and actually watch a video. Um, because these girdles, it's honestly hard to like, understand in your brain what that means or what it looks like so we're gonna watch an instructional video um of a mother teaching a daughter how to use a sanitary what year this is like mid-sench 60s yeah mid-sench mid-late sench sench. (laughs) mid-sench 1960s sure sanitary napkins go ahead and open them i've seen them in my magazines would you like to learn how to use them i guess i'd better can you pause it real quick? Yeah. Why are voices in the mid-sense so weird? Different. Well, and it's like, one, I wonder if more people spoke like that, or if especially they would cast people and be like, I'm sorry, could you be more transcontinental? Yeah. You'll need this sanitary belt, too, to hold them in place. It goes around your waist under your panties. Mm. Then oh. you put the short end of the napkin... Mm. Through the front fastener. Okay. It looks so complicated. I would fuck that These up. Little girls it's like, just have to figure this out. 
see you like synth you pull it like you're doing one of those difficult belts, belts that yes. i can never do yeah oh, it's man. like a loop in and then a loop out yeah and it's somehow still enclosed it, and then wouldn't that fall off your hips yeah yeah it's, it, but it's under the, your panties so your panties are also holding it there I, I hate so. saying panties. I hate that she said it's it. It's basically no, like it. a thong, like a thong string, uh, uh, right yeah. around your waist. Uh, okay, keep on, keep playing it. Keep playing it. Okay. And Libby, see this blue polyethylene on the bottom see and the, side. Don't you uh-huh. see? Made by you good American factory workers. Shield to prevent accidents. Besides, you should change to a fresh napkin every three or four hours. Oh God. What do I do with the one I take off? Flush it down. No. You wrap it in toilet tissue. <laughs> <laughs> it down the shut up. No. Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> Absolutely not. You don't have a line here. We dealt with that with your older <laughs> sister, and it was a plumbing issue for a week. <laughs> she didn't even let the actor, little yeah. actor finish. No. 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 <laughs> what do I do with the one I take off? Flush it down. No. But, Mom, suppose it happens at school or someplace where I don't have this. You look in the restroom. If there's not a napkin dispenser there, you ask the nurse or a teacher. Pause it. But what do you do if you don't have your garter belt? Right. Yes. This is pre-adhesive stick. Right. Yes. <sighs> that polyurethane blue wasn't sticky. What? Yet. Not yet. It was just protective. It's a special sanitary panty you might want to try instead of the belt. The napkin fits right inside. You might find it more comfortable than the belt. The elastic loops hold the napkin in place. Gee, Mom, they look just like my regular panties. Gee, thanks. Wow, we sure had some important talk. Gee, thanks. Get the fuck out of my room, Mom. <laughs> wow, we sure had a big talk. Um, yeah, so those undies that we looked at, um, basically, let me show you guys like another. Yeah, they look like Spanx, sort of. Yeah. yeah. They're like high. So. And it almost looked skirt-like, like they didn't have little legs. So, yeah, they're know. basically like many different styles of underwear but you tuck the pad into the crotch i see which actually is an option right now there's like a a A brand that does that a period underwear brand where you can add like additional like a layers yeah Yeah, an additional layer i can see that it's not it kind of do i mean those are cute Mm -hmm. yeah those are cute undies um Mm -hmm. it kind of defeats the purpose of like not creating waste to have like an insert but you know, back in the mid-cinch, I don't right. know that that was really <laughs> right, right. care. Right. But those are cute undies. Yeah, they are. Um, so let's go back a bit to Kotex in the 1920s. So I, I also read an article um, from the Smithsonian um, that kind of delved into like the history of ads. Mm. Uh, so in the 1920s, Kotex advertising was um, kind of revolutionary because it was mo- both very explicit but then also kind of um, played into the stereotype of like the modern woman. Hmm. Um, yeah, we see that a lot in other in other uh, yeah. like tampons yeah. and menstrual cups. Yeah, exactly, and it it's still kind of the truth today. So yeah, it kind of paved the way f- um, for a lot of other types of ads because it answered the crucial question: How do you market a product whose function cannot be openly discussed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kotex brand uh, creator Kimberly Clark um, kind of shows it as um, the ads kind of show it as a problem like your period is a problem and it's Mm. something that you should conceal Um, so like in this 
ad. That looks old ad. That's an old ad. Yeah. Like. So this is the 20s. We're, wow. we're back in the 20s. Um, so it says, simplify the laundress problem. Kotex are good enough to form a, does that say habit? Habit cheap, cheap enough to throw away and easy to dispose of. And then they say what they're made of. And then, so the funny thing is, like, they never show what it looks like, but they give you explicit detail on it's 22 inches long and huh. it's made of this um, certain type of ingredient. And anyone who's searching or knows what that is knows what that ad is, right? Yeah, so, I like, would assume so. It's sort of like a wink to the Kotex sanitary pads. Yeah, they're on sale, but they never really <laughs> tell you what the hell they are. And again, they're showing women um doing work in the home and a lot of the um ads it's so funny because yeah again it's like the ads that we are all aware of it's like women traveling or Mm. um with the laundress is it implying when you take your laundry out to be done and you have to explain a stain or are they saying like just like oh i mean are they talking about stains when they say the laundress problem yeah maybe yeah that you've bled on your your dainty panties. Yeah. Anywho, it just seems like interesting. the yeah. laundress. And then I feel like that yeah. image is a woman looking embarrassed in front of another woman. Yeah. Yeah. So they showed like travelers, party goers, elegant picnickers. <laughs> was like a, <laughs> a description of one of the ads. So again, wait, it's similar wait. to like women biking, women. Yeah. yeah you're right? telling me I can have a picnic on my period? You can have an elegant picnic <gasps> on your period. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I, I had no, no idea. More, no more laundress problems um, for this one. <laughs> yeah. So like I was saying, they changed the name to make um, these pads easier to ask for. So Kotex um, was sold in 1919. That's when the first box of Kotex was sold in Woolworth's department store in Chicago. And their slogan was ask for them by name because you could say Kotex without feeling embarrassed. Um, Until everyone knew what Kotex meant. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wait, you're going to change your name every like 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that I feel like that's kind of what happened because I think um, New Pack became modest, possibly. Oh. Uh, so uh, there was a research embedded into this article by Roseanne Manswick, who's a communication stol- scholar, and she kind of um, studied all of these ads. Uh, and she said the ads kind of changed the conversation to a medically sanctioned hygienic product. Mm. Um, rather than a homemade solution. So again, it's about yeah. hygiene. Yeah. It's about safety. It's about cleanliness. Not being a disgusting yeah. broad. <laughs> yeah. And I wrote this down, Meg, because I, I giggled that, yeah, the ads basically promised su- summer comfort and you could wear your daintiest frock. Oh. There's that term again. Dainty. I know. Oh, wait. Yeah. Daintiest frock. Isn't like, that what they said, like in that men- in the menstruation, menstruation style. style? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you should think wear your prettiest dress so everyone knows. Yes. <laughs> um, and actually, the the name Kotex comes from cotton-like texture. So the co is from cotton, mm. and the oh. tex is from portmanteau texture. action yep. happening. Mm, nice word. Thank you. Um, so let's move on to the first beltless pad. The first beltless pad uh, started flow variations like heavy, light, and mini. Mm. In the 1980s, wings hit the market. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. When did the stick, did you get to the sticky? When did sticky happen? Uh, beltless. Beltless would be sticky. When was that? Mm. 1972. So the the girdles kind of uh, 
fell out of style in the early 80s mm. like by the early 80s they were okay it, they so, were a thing of the past so mm. sticky 1972 yep and then you said sizing was sizing kind of heavy light and cool. meat mi- like mini nice. um also kind of came it into popularity late. that's crazy yeah, yeah. 72 wow. wow also you guys the term on the rag is because people used rags, rags. yeah yeah what did you think it meant? no i i didn't knew that <laughs> but i was rag like time music yeah, yeah. it was from the the 1910s also apparently from the 1700s to the 1900s a lot of europeans just were into free bleeding hell yeah, hell yeah. they just blood all time. over they just blood all over their clothes because underwear slight segue <laughs> page turn page turn women didn't start wearing underwear until the 19th century ew because um, they only they only started when like a lot of the aristocracy started wearing them, and oh. apparently they were also created so that kids wouldn't like flash their genitals oh, while yeah. playing. Yeah, the kids do that. It, this article literally said <laughs> to protect the genitals of children. I was like, okay. okay. Um, so leave it to the rich people to. Leave, I know. Leave the I guess so. Yeah. Oh my god, Ooh. I love this ad. So we're looking at um. We're looking at some print ads now, which yeah. I know is not the best for um, for this pods, medium. but we'll put some of this on Insta. Yeah. Um, so we're now looking at a, a print ad for beltless feminine napkins. So that AKA sticky, the sticky stuff, mm-hmm. okay. sticky pads. And it looks so sexy because a woman is like slowly pulling the plastic wrapper mm-hmm. off of the sticky adhesive. I can just see that as an ASMR video waiting yeah. to happen. <laughs> Now, Stay Free get, gives you a feminine napkin that goes on with two simple adhesive strips. Goodbye belts and pins and fuss. Goodbye belts. Yes. Bye. The fuck out of here, belts. And then it says, once upon a time, sanitary napkins were a problem. A problem to wear and a problem to get rid of. Not anymore. Now, Stay Free gives you a standard size napkin. It grosses me out that it's napkin. I know. Totally. It really does. Um, so... It's interesting because like once pads became sticky, then like all of the changes seemed very technical, like always. And it seems like always is really the the really big brand of pads, like pretty much everything that I read about was about always. So always um, we there's a commercial for ultra thin, which is um, the the pad basically has that top layer, which I think is like the wicking system, which pulls the liquid down. Mm. So you don't just feel liquid on your, on your, on on yourself on top. Um, so the liquids pulled to the second layer and then the liquid mixes with these crystals Mm. and it's turned into gel. Wait, what? This is new? No, this is like a thing from the 80s or 90s. Um, So it feels dry on your skin. And then I wrote wicking exclamation point. (laughs) That's a term I learned from thinks. Thinks. (laughs) (laughs) Wicking. Um, And then there was like, (laughs) there was like a a commercial that was like, some people call it channels. I just call it better protection. And channels were like divots in the pads to keep the liquid in the center so it's all these weird, weird technological things to to improve um, pads. There were all they were also always clean, and each pad came with a wipe oh. tucked in. Um, there were always my fits, which are like a current 
currently used system, mm-hmm. which I think kind of... Oh, the number system? Yeah, it's a number system mm-hmm. that kind of plays into like your size as a person, and I think it's less about your flow. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look into it more because I don't know if like a size 5 is also the heaviest. Yeah. But basically there's like a current commercial saying like most women are wearing the wrong sized pad. Did, did, did they ever mention, like in your research, did you find when they came out with scented pads? Mm. Um, scented was part of the, we're going to watch some videos soon. Um, but Joe scented was definitely a part of the conversation, I think in like the 80s yeah yeah because i hate that shit yeah, so yeah much. it's so gross they still like when i would still buy light days which i think is the brand light days like yeah. if i was i would have to like make like you quadruple to so hard. check yeah. to not get the scented ones that are disgusting it's Same gross tampax tampons it's Ugh. so easy no. to accidentally buy the scented ones oh, yeah. Yeah. no one wants no that. thank you i know no yeah. gracias Before 1985, the period had never been even mentioned on American television. That's As right. we know, Courtney Cox, have we played this commercial? No, but let's, let's talk watch about it. it. Yeah. Before 1985, the word period had never even been spoken on American television. Oh, um, and it wasn't until this here um, commercial was um, aired with someone that we know. Do you change your life for one week because of that time of the month? Still using pads? Then let me tell it to you straight. Tampax can change the way you feel about that time. Tampax tampons protect differently than a pad, so you feel cleaner. And feeling cleaner is more comfortable. Plus, more women use Tampax than any other tampon or pad. Now that's something. Remember, there's a feeling with Tampax. It can actually change the way you feel about your period. <gasps> ding 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 also can Crazy. i just say that's like the best acting i've ever seen her do <laughs> it was very good her monica I, was never quite so as much relatable so much character like um so yes that was actually for uh tampons but that was the first time the word period was ever even mentioned wow. um so that kind of changed the game in many ways so like i was saying um after the sticky pad came came to life like it was a lot of like technological advances so this is the always with wings commercial because this was like a huge deal to have wings to keep to keep that shit in place here's the question girl what is very thin and has wings a butterfly no it's a maxi always plus thin it's thin with wings now that's a thin maxi. It sounds absolutely wonderful. It's okay, t- stop it. These are white women on the beaches of Bali. Absolutely. <laughs> there is so much appropriation in this video. They're I'm, all in like flower lays. And, Insane. Oh, yeah. It's the thin maxi. I love thin. With wings. I love wings. It protects better than any other thin. We love this maxi. Always plus thins. Better protection than whatever thin you're using now. See what we've done. This baby's gonna fly. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. I love, wait, what did they say? I love wings. I love wings. I love, I love thin. thin. Yeah, it was all about thin too, yeah. which I guess makes sense because pads were so incredibly bulky. bulky. Yeah. Um, but now I think thin and I think like way less protection. Yeah. But at this time it was like people couldn't start stop talking about how thin these things were. 
Now we're going to watch a video about um, always with dry weave. Again, all of these like yeah. made up technological Science, advances. Yeah. You know how like in, in commercials for like anything like makeup or face wash, yeah. or they always go to that like a cartoon how it works and it shows like how the skin comes out of your pores and it's like a, just like a drawing of like how scientifically this face wash gets the, the yes yeah it's yeah. just things dig in just your, yeah a com- it's just a cartoon yeah. yeah it's like it's not science no, it's like, same with this, this. Science. it's like dry weave it's like this isn't really mean? science you invented this yeah so artsy it's a woman and birds I still know, this feels like it's a commercial for a PBS documentary. When it comes to dryness, no leading maxi absorbs as securely as always with dry weed. So none are as clean and dry. <laughs> now dubs. Release the dubs. Into a full moon. The cleanest, the driest, the best. Wow. They've always is like throwing down. They're like, it's better than anything you're using now. I'm like, yeah. dang, always. I know. Um, yeah, it reminds me of like douching, mm. like with all the flowers and the yes. sounds. It's like all about like you're a rose. And yeah. Yeah. So Completely mask weird. your bodily function. So weird. So uh, I want to take a slight detour to talk about blue liquid. Why oh blue my God. liquid? That's yeah, such a good point. Why blue liquid? Liquid. Um, I read a because they don't want to show red blood. Yes, I read a bustle article by uh, J. R. Thorpe, who we love because they write about all things periods for bustle. bustle. Um, so they talked about um how always in two thousand eleven. <clears throat> Printed an ad with a single teeny tiny red dot mm. on a pad. And what it was year? like 2011. So the days of yore. Yeah, exactly. Here it is. It also uh, looks like a maze. Yeah. So I wonder if it it's was an like, illustration. It's not even a picture. Yeah. And it looks like a maze for kids. Yeah. And in the middle is a single bl- um, red dot. Um, so, you know, this is basically... A very recent, like, revolutionary act to have, like, anything red in your commercials. Um, So, Lee Bress um, used red liquid and also body form. Why don't we watch the body form commercial? It's funny because when you think about the colors, like, if they want to avoid red, they want to avoid anything that makes it feel like a period. And they're like, okay, let's explore the other colors. Yellow, no good. It looks like pee. Green. Okay. Looks like bacteria. Okay. So... Meg, that I, was am I actually ahead? my game. Oh, <gasps> shit. What? Shit. Basically, like, okay, so we will sidetrack this um, video for later. But, yeah, basically, after Courtney Cox, you know, broke the dam open with yes. saying periods on air, I think people felt more comfortable actually showing the product, mm. but they didn't want to terrify people. Um, they had to balance the disgust of the consumer also, this for is all red. Like, this right. is all ma- men making these decisions I'm, too. Yeah, like, I'm absolutely no, assuming. There's no. This is 1985. Yeah, they were all there were a smattering of Peggy Olsons in those ad yeah. agencies. Yes. But also, women were like women were also very uncomfortable at that time. Yeah. Um. So I would say after that Corning Cox commercial, like I feel like the commercials that you watch are a lot different. Yeah. They definitely say the word period. They definitely say the word pad. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, people have noted that, um, you know, when making this decision to use blue coloring, that a lot of other colors we associate with bodily functions. Yeah. So we're going to play the game, what's that function? Nice. So I'm going to list a color, and then you tell me what function that is. Okay. Because there are many colors that I feel like they could have used, but maybe I'm not remembering. Okay. Is this a competition between Kate and I? I mean, it could be. We could also just work together, Meg. I'm just going to say the color, and you you guys are going to say... some of them anyway, so... You guys are going to say the function. Okay. 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 We'll work together. Okay. Your color is orange. Oh, orange juice. <laughs> what bodily? bodily what's that function juice? that you spilled it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I'm mean, gonna say earwax. It could be earwax. I don't know. But from your proper vagina. answer. No, no, no. We're talking general bodily oh, functions. Like what you would associate with your body. Yes, because with the orange. idea was people already have an association. Like pus. Like pus. Oh. Okay. So we're saying zit, pus, zit vomit. Pus. We're saying pus, vomit, or earwax. Or orange juice that you spilled by accident. Orange is, okay, so orange is out. Yellow. Urine. Urine. This is a good point. This is interesting. Green. And bile. Bile. Um, Yeah, green bile. Snot. Yeah, boogers. Um, Well, blue is obviously what was decided. Purple. So purple, I think, would have been a really nice option. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unless it makes you think of, like, your blood vessel. Or, like, like, like a dark purple might look like. Like period blood. blood or like yeah blood blood that's yeah. what i was thinking for orange too mm. but i don't know dry yeah. blood but yeah purple yeah. i feel like purple second best option yeah, yeah. blue is naturally calming it's pink calming pink blood. i mean pink is pink. very gendered but yeah it's closer to blood exactly yeah. brown oh mm. gross poops yeah but also way Very more, blood. way more of the actual color. But, but it's true. Yeah. But it, you, you have a good point, though, that like this is like an advertising choice. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. put people like, sat in a room and actually pad. decided this. Yeah. Black. No, that looks like death. Right. We've yeah. seen black on a pad. It changed my life. Yes. We saw Meg's black blood. We did. We did. Fanta black. I saw um, my future. It was, just, so, it was terrifying. Uh, this is concluded once. What's my function? Um, <laughs> what's that function? <laughs> what's so it was function? a game that w- didn't have answers. It, it was, was a just game. No, I just kind of wanted to know. I was like, of. am I forgetting a purple bodily fluid? No. Yeah. But um, we basically just reimagined what it would have been like in that ad room. It's interesting. It's so, crazy. So blue yeah. is probably, yeah, the safest. It looks like cleaning fluid. Exactly. Yeah. That is exactly right. It looks Maybe like cleaning fluid. It looks like dish dish soap. Yeah. Um, it's also used in um, diaper commercials, which is kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Like they use blue, pro- like yeah. blue dye. Um, uh, in this article that I read, they mentioned that Tina Fey talks about being perplexed about her first period because she thought that it would be blue. Oh, because she I think she wrote about that in Bossy. She Pants. did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is all the more reason why like advertisements like this are so important. Because it actually shows when's, what a period. Oh yeah, looks so like. it's a photo. Okay, when's this from? Um, this is from 2016, I believe. So using real red liquid. Here we go. Ooh, Ooh. blood down a, sh- a leg in the shower. A guy buying tampons at the store or pads. Ooh, wow. Oh, they're pouring it. You guys yeah. got the gist yeah. of it. Um, so, again, this happened three years ago. So Super crazy. And still gets pushback from trolls. Oh, yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of pushback, we have another great body form video. 
Um, responding to this letter. Um, Richard writes. Wait, explain what's ha- what are we looking at? So we're going to read a letter by a, um, I'm assuming cis male who's never had a period, um, that he wrote to Bodyform about their commercials. He said, hi. He's posted this on their Facebook page. Yes. Hi, as a man, I must ask why you have lied to us for all of these years. As a child, I watched your advertisements with interest as to how um, at this wonderful time of the month that the female gets to enjoy so many things. I felt a little jealous. I mean, bike riding, roller coasters, dancing, parachuting. Why couldn't I get to enjoy the time of joy and blue water and wings? Damn my penis. Wow. Then I got a girlfriend, was so happy. <laughs> yeah, then you got a girlfriend in your fucking late 30s. And was so <laughs> happy and couldn't wait for this joyous adventurous time of the month to happen. You lied. There was no joy, no extreme sports, no blue water spilling over wings, and no rocking soundtrack. Oh, no, no, no. Instead, I had to fight against every male urge. I had to resist screaming, whoa, body form, body formed for you as my lady changed from the loving, gentle, normal skin colored lady. What? What's happening? To the little girl from the exorcist. (laughs) She turned to the little girl from the exorcist with added venom and extra 360 degree headspin. Thanks for setting me up for a fall body form. You crafty bugger. Yikes. Wow. No, is that for real? What's that is for realsies. So this is the response from body form. Wait, wait, can we unpack what he was just saying there? So he was yes. saying that okay, because that whole that first half of the of the of the post was like I thought it was like the time of the month was like for adventure and stuff. Is that it facetious? Was, like, because that's like the joke your mom told on the podcast. Right, yeah. Is that is he for real? Like, I really who knows. But then he said that. But then my girlfriend turned crazy into so a crazy. So it's the pad into a fault. crazy right demon yeah from the exorcist so basically he's saying your ads were so wrong that i don't understand women's they were very you made me a toxic male okay cool 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 (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. so this is the ad in response and i need to tell you that there's a pitcher of blue liquid on the table and um this woman is pouring it for herself to drink hello richard i'm caroline williams the ceo of body form We read your Facebook post with interest, but also a sense of foreboding, and I think it's time we came clean. We lied to you, Richard, and I want to say sorry. Sorry. What you've seen in our advertisements so far isn't a factual representation of events. You're right. The flagrant use of visualizations such as skydiving, rollerblading, and mountain biking, you forgot horse riding, Richard, are actually metaphors. They're not real. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but there's no such thing as a happy period. The reality is, some people simply can't handle the truth. In the past, we've tried to be more honest in our approach. In the 1980s, we ran a series of focus groups to help us gauge the public's reaction to periods. The cramps, the mood swings, the insatiable hunger. And yes, Richard, the blood coursing from our uteri like a crimson landslide. So now it's showing men who are watching videos and crying because they're so horrified at what they're watching. So we knew we'd have to change our strategy. And so from that day to this, we have managed to maintain this illusion. But you, Richard, have torn down that veil and exposed this myth, thereby exposing every man to a reality we hoped they would never have to face. You did that, Richard. You. Well done. I just hope you can find it in your heart to forgive us. Oh, sorry, Richard. 
You did know that we do that too, didn't you? That's so funny. Well, I Isn't love that her. Amazing. I know. I adore her. Uh, and so, body so form. They make they make ahead. pads or body yes. form. Cool. Yeah. I've never heard of them. That must be like a British company. Yeah. Um, the blue thing I never really thought about, and it's yeah. really mm-hmm. interesting. And did you actually? Did you hear? Speaking of always, always just um, they're removing any gender yeah. from their box. They right? like awesome. famously had the female symbol, the Venus symbol on. Yeah. And they've removed it, which is huge. Yeah. That's it's a really huge. big deal. Really it's big deal. Pretty exciting when like big brands. And I you feel know, like make that's a statement like that. That's I feel like. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it feels like it's. I'm not gonna. I don't, if, to me, it feels like it's early in like the in the discussion. In but the I'm movement. sure for uh, yeah. for trans folks, it doesn't feel. It feels way late. Yeah. But, but they seem like they're on the forefront of yeah. of established companies that are making those adjustments. Yeah. Because yeah. new companies, I think, have been doing a fairly good job. This is true. Thinks had an interesting ad um, that just came out. Uh, oh, if men. Yeah. The thing sad is the premise is if men could get periods, uh, it would just normalize it and we wouldn't all be uncomfortable talking about it. And so it's all these various scenes of like a young boy telling his dad he just got his period, uh, a dude asking another dude if he has a tampon and the guy does and pulls it out of his jacket pocket. Um, and then at the end, there's like uh, a man and a woman making out and the guy stops and says, hey, I'm on my period. And then she sexily looks back and says, me too. And then and then they fall into bed and I assume have fantastic periods. And there's some there's some really interesting moments in that where it's like really shows like if the shame was flipped, like if a guy, a cis guy turned around and was bleeding on his butt and saw it in the mirror Mm -hmm. and like dropped his pads all over the locker or all over the hallway of high school. Yeah. So it is like kind of flipping it, but it just it it makes me feel slightly uncomfortable. I know it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like it could have been a cool way to also normalize that guys do get their yes. periods. Yes. Like yeah. it, it was also really cool seeing like a guy with a period stringing out yeah. or a, a tampon stringing out of his yeah. underwear. Like it did also kind of normalize the idea. Right. But they didn't explicitly say some men do. We bleed. we believe that this already is actually yeah. happening. Yeah. Right. And I understand that you can't like do all of the things like yeah. all in one ad. And I do, I don't, I mean, I guess we should do our research about thinks, but I, mm-hmm. I do think that thinks openly like supports the yeah. idea yeah. that yeah. trans they, people, a lot of their marketing is not female. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. surprises me that they would make this ad because I know. Like, it feels like it's slightly missing their mark that they yeah. said. A little, yeah. Like, cause I, I, like I said, like, I think there's, there's moments that's like, cause there's the, you know, the, he drops his pads all over the high school floor and the girl bends up and helps him pick it up. And it's like, is the message that girls wouldn't shame boys? Like, yeah. cause right. she's like, whatever, no big deal. Yeah. But I think it's that women have peer in this, in universe, this world, in this canon, everyone in a universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so therefore like period and, th- right. and that message makes sense to me if, where every, it's like, it should, if everyone got their yes, period yeah not which just, is what the last line says no but it says if men doesn't say if men got if their, every it says if everyone got their period oh yeah. i yeah. see okay i think so that's then a little I better think it's a little more inclusive yeah um but it if is we all have yeah. them yeah yeah it is kind of a cool way of like 
showing men in this world like that felt really cool to me like mm. two guys being like do you have a tampon yeah i do because yeah. also you know if the if men did get their get periods if cis men did get periods they'd be like yo bro i need a uh heavy with wings over here please <laughs> <laughs> pad coming through the air duck ladies duck my pad's coming Doing through it like uh like the football i'm gonna flick it you ready gonna flick it and then uh and then i'm gonna bleed on it and not uh throw it away properly <laughs> oh so God. deal with it ladies can we flush these yeah, I think yeah, so. You can flush. I think so. I think you can. My mom we love says you, otherwise. But <laughs> I don't believe her. Um, so it's cool. I mean, it is cool how throughout, the, through time from like print ads to now, how different things are. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like honestly, it's taken till now for period ads to no longer be about horseback riding and soccer yeah. and skydiving. Yeah. Like in the last like five years yeah i'm talking about white crusty it's stuff it's true oh no one no one horseback rides no at all so even with all my very comfortable menstrual products even when i'm not bleeding I'm i not do horse. not want to sit uh spread no, eagle on you. a horse no thank you no thanks um, well thanks meg yeah no problem you guys uh, it was fun romp well, through it was riveting through history you guys as we promised, here's the surprise song. Good. Long overdue. Yes. Yes. About pads. Yes. Tampons, cups, snap pads, they do it well. Cloth, ultra thin pads, they do it well. Tampons, cups, snap pads, they do it well. Always Luna pads, they do it well. Pads cut my puss when I'm crushing in a boardroom. Pads cut my puss when I'm hosting fancy picnics. Blood is red. Don't expect it to be coming out blue. Cheat up. Don't leak. You know the history of pads? I'll tell you. Ah, uh, ancient Greece. Using cotton shapes, wool, grass, and rabbit fur. Then we come up to the first war, nurses, nurses. Had hella extra cotton nails, choked up their own metro blood, and modern pads were founded. Tampons, cups, snap pads, they do it well. Sticky, snappy pads, they do it well. Tampons, cups, snap pads, they do it well. Do not flush them pads, they do it well. 1920s girls didn't talk about their business. Use styling coupons to buy their pads and tampons. Fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, now we talk about pads all the time. Breakfast, lunch, work and play, and even dinner time. Makes this mental awkward. We don't give a fuck. Let's wear pads and delicate frocks. If you flush them, you're fucked. Wear pads. They don't go in the toilet, but you can still wear them. Throw them at dudes when they be creeping. That's what ancient women did, and it really works for them. Yeah, you guys. So good. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. I feel empowered. Me too. I'm glad. And jazzed. Jazzed about pads. They do it well. And all that pad. I could have written one too. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Don't make her feel bad. Damn it. That song is much more fun to dance to. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Labias. Okay, uh, you wanna go first? Yes. We open on a gym. Okay. It's early. No one's super pumped to be there, but we're all proud 
that were at the gym. I'm working out with my trainer uh, and my fellow uh, gym buddy, Tammy. And it's just us two gals working out with Shane. And um, and we walk over to do, sorry, I'm going to get some like uh, technical gym stuff we go do some rows on a bench here we go we do go do some weights like, i know what <laughs> weights are Meg. we're doing some dumbbell rows on a bench and uh and we are standing by the bench that we're going to do it but we're the, the nice thing about working on a group is that you have fun conversations so we're in the middle of a fun conversation we're getting ready to do the rows and a for a second i think that my gym mate like kind of tripped or like pushed into me without realizing i was there and i was like oh sorry but like hit my face kind of hard, uh. but it actually it was an asshole dude just busting through the two of us very fast. His shoulder rammed <gasps> into my cheek and then didn't stop. Didn't look around. He intentionally just busted through us with his body and then got mad at us for being too close to his space. What? And I yeah. was just like, how dare you what a piece of shit i know so then i was telling meg that i was like maybe not driving the safest i could on the way home from the gym because i was just having like rage fantasies of how i could get him kicked out of the gym well did you tell shane he was right shane was right there did and shane he, say anything no he was just kind of like uh, uh he he kind of looked baffled and then when we got scolded for being too close to him shane was like sorry and i was like oh, shane, what i know stand up for your clients yeah. well apparently this guy is kind of like that but i'm like a dude dick. a gnome just dick like, and then for at least a solid five minutes i was like my cheek hurts this guy like rammed his shoulder into my face and now my cheek hurts that's not cool if a bruise forms you should take, take uh, a oh i will take him to court i won't take him to court I, but I was so mad for a solid hour That's and I was so just annoying. like, it's not a good sign if you're okay. Just like one invading people's space like that, being really aggressive, potentially harming barreling people. through human. Yeah. Beings. And we're like my gym mate. She's like very petite. She's tall, but she's like very thin. And I was just like, could he walk around? A hundred percent. And then he could have kindly said, oh, I'm actually doing my pathetic little pull-ups here. Um, but he didn't. Instead, he was like, could you please not be so close? And then. Wow. And he was manstrating for sure. What oh a God. piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, Meg Hayes, yeah. you that one? Um, let's go to you. I'm, okay. I don't know that one. I just, it's the healthcare system. Um, oh, okay. Why is it so stupid yeah. is my question. It's a great question. Um, I, and I have a really, I have a very good health plan. It's through my husband's work. It's good. Um, I've, you know, I had my appendectomy and I only paid like $400 out of pocket for Amazing. it. Like it's a good plan, but there is just certain things that you, that had just really drive me crazy. Like today I went in for a follow-up for my sigmoidoscopy. Um, you know, it's, it was today, I took off work for it. And in the morning I get a call from the doctor's office being like, you're not, it's not, we don't, you're not covered by this by this even if it's just a consultation you're not covered by this and I was like well I was referred by a doctor yeah. who I was who and that doctor I was referred to so why would she refer me to somebody if I can't yeah. like and then they're trying to explain well you have a PPO not an HMO or whatever and I'm like I don't know what those words mean yeah are you and in she goes, network or not and well even that and I was like yeah. I don't know why you're not in network I I 
and why would you tell me the day of my yes. of my meeting? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, can you tell me what that means? She was like, well, I don't know. Do you need to see this doctor? I'm like, well, I was referred to her. I'm not yeah. a doctor, so I'm taking the advice of a doctor yeah. to see this doctor. Uh, and I started crying on the phone because I was just like, and I don't, I, I think I'm really emotional also, but it was just like, why is this so difficult? Right. I just want to see it. I was referred from a doctor to see a doctor. And, she, and then she's like, well, you should call your insurance. So I called my insurance and I'm also like tearing up on the phone with this guy. And I'm just like, I don't know what HMO or PPO means. No. The, the, the specialist I was trying to see, um, her partner is in my network. Mm, so maybe oh what happens God. is that I was supposed to see that doctor and I got rescheduled for the other one who's not in my network. I'm like, okay, I don't know who did that. I didn't oh. do it. I was just referred. And I'll, I don't fucking know. Like right. why... It's so com- why it's do people so have, why does there even have to be an in network thing? Why can't Medicare just be medic medical health? Why can't there just be Medicare for all? It's yeah. basically all the point of this. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be billing. There should because I've had I've come across this with my appendectomy too, where it's like you go into a doctor and like, oh, you, we can't. This isn't in your in your coverage. I'm like, well, then what's my why option? I, I just yeah. don't get care. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so mad. And it'd be yeah. it. It's like you shouldn't. It shouldn't be on you to make sure that everyone's in network. Once yeah. you're in a network, if you're referred, you know, like it should just because I'm I'm also just moving into a new healthcare system by Kaiser. Um, and but it is it's like overwhelming. The, the nice thing about Kaiser is that like you have less options. So you're like, OK, the, these are the, the doctors I can pick at that right. one office mm-hmm. here. It's like I can choose between like. 10 different hospitals Mm -hmm. and like specialists. And so I have to do the work of figuring out who's under my very specific works plan. Mm -hmm. And so stupid. It's really intense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just cover everything. Yeah. Anyway. Mag. Read my life. If you don't have one, that's fine. Oh, this is a good one. Meg and I were talking about Mm -hmm. this. So, um, I read an article that apparently Kamala Harris and some of the other Mm -hmm. candidates are, I'm suggesting a 10-hour school day uh, for kids. Uh, And I think I need to... to, Yeah, I think I need to read more up on it because I'm not sure if what they're saying is that there should be care for kids for 10 hours a day at school. Because their parents are working. Exactly. Or if they're suggesting that teachers teach for 10 hours a day. Like, either way, Uh they need to... Like someone in their campaign needs to figure out how to present this to people because as a teacher, I was like, fuck you and jump off a bridge. I'm not (laughs) working for 10 hours a day. Directly with kids. Yeah, I did this my first year of teaching. I worked in an after school program and they were in dire need of a substitute teacher because the kindergarten teacher, like her mother was ill in Chile. So she like went to Chile for a month. And so for a month, I worked from eight o'clock to three o'clock with five-year-olds and then I did my after-school job until 5 30. I was with kids for eight and a half hours straight and it was horrific like I I know that people are like that's how long I work but I promise you being with 20 plus kids for that long is it's so you know and it's it's one of those things too where i haven't i I haven't read much on this but i do think it's like or how about we just have like free child care i mean maybe or like yeah or parents get a better 
family leave yes. or yeah you know right I, there's probably or people get paid more so they don't have to work multiple yeah. jobs right. someone yeah. brought up that like Kamala Harris's mom had to work a whole bunch mm-hmm. and like people have to work multiple jobs or they have to work overtime like my dad for pretty much our whole childhood taught a zero period class to make up money for our family or he would Uh coach or he would do like a bunch of different added on things to make money right um also if they're talking about after school programs I've never worked in a school that didn't have an after school program that exists right so if they're talking about funding after school programs that's great Mm -hmm. but that is already I mean maybe California we're just lucky but any school I've worked at there has been care after school like typically it's sliding scale like kids are not just left on the street because people right. can't take care of them right because like duh we're educators yeah we've been doing this we understand like like stop treating us like we're fucking stupid mm-hmm. like we understand that people work yeah so we already came up with a solution to that yeah yeah so it's just I'm going to do some more digging because typically people talk like zero percent about education or it seems like lately when they do, it's just about free college. But like, you know, only certain kids are getting to college. So what about the kids that aren't getting to college? And like, what about the needs of them? Um, And again, like to me, providing child care is a separate issue from education reform. It is a different issue. You shouldn't lump them together. Absolutely. Interesting. Good read my so, yeah. it, it was good to read because it's like, okay, I'm getting, I'm dipping my toe back into the real world after um, Bernie Sanders had a heart attack and I didn't know about it for like a week. Oh, I was yeah. like, I think I need to start reading the news again. Turns out um, I should be so <laughs> I'll be interested to see what people have to say. But that was just like, it blew my mind a little yeah. bit. All right, listeners. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Next week's Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas, everyone. We're gonna, or happy holidays. Meg, why Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but it is Christmas. Like yes. straight up next week's Christmas. Um, we're going to take the, uh, we're not going to release a new episode next week, but we are going to release an old one, a re-release. So, you know. An oldie but a goodie. Gather your family around the, the Christmas tree and turn up Vicious Cycle and yes. embarrass your dad. It'll be such a great Christmas. Oh, so, so fun. Um, in the meantime, also tell all your friends and family while you're at Christmas about Vicious Cycle. Tell someone from your high school that you run into a bar in your hometown about yeah. us. Yeah, absolutely. Tell- they will want to know about it. Yeah. Yes tell um a weird cousin that your mom just introduced you to but like you met when you were a little but you don't remember but you pretend you remember yep, tell, yep, yep. tell that person if you have a family member who wants to tell you something that you don't really want to take the brunt of tell them to call our hotline 9106 uterus yes we have you have us and we have we you are yes. there for you so until the new year until 2020 oh my god wow. keep calm and bleed everywhere. Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.